Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're taking a look back on the year, all the way back to the start of the year, when we made some predictions on what we thought was going to happen in 2023. So we're going to take a look back, see what we got right, see what we got way wrong. I say what little we got right. Yeah. See what we got uh, wrong and maybe throw in a couple of predictions for 2024. We'll see. Conservatively, maybe. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be making any big predictions uh, going into 24. But before we get into that, let's talk some Disney news. So Disney finally announced that the Voyage of the Little Mermaid show in Hollywood Studios uh, is officially closed. They are going to be debuting a new Little Mermaid show. So it's going to be called The Little Mermaid, A Musical Adventure. And it's going to be debuting in fall of 2024. So it's a complete reimagining. And to quote the Disney Parks blog, when it opens, the show will feature stunning new set pieces, cutting edge effects, and a bold new design that captures Ariel's imagination and emotions through her unique view of the world around her. So still sticking with the Little Mermaid theme, still basing it off the animated version because it's an animation courtyard, but kind of a, a complete refresh, completely new show. Do you think that in mermaid school, they teach the mermaids that 70% of the earth's surface is covered in water? Like, she really makes a bad trade. Oh, geez. Yeah, because she wants to be on land. She wants to be on land, and there's so much less land than water. You know, I don't know the the curriculum of mermaid school. I've never personally attended. Um, So we will have to... I would love to. What if I... I want to get hired. Please, mermaid school, hire me as a mermaid teacher. I was just going to say, if any of our listeners are mermaids, merpeople, please reach out and let us know what the curriculum's like under the sea. Yeah, please do. A lot of singing. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Definitely a lot of singing. Very musically inclined under the sea there. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so it's exciting. Fall 2024, pretty wide window there. We'll see if Disney hits that. They tend to be uh, a little bit late on some of their stuff, but we may get a new show here. Um, at the end of 2024. And then sticking with Walt Disney World, Disney also announced uh, starting January 9th when the restrictions ease on having to select a park to start at. You can basically go to any park now with with your tickets. Virtual queuing will change. Um, So at 7 a.m., you can get a virtual queue for either Cosmic Rewind or Tron, depending on what park you have a ticket for. So if you have a a single park ticket, obviously you can just get into that park. But if you have like a park hopper ticket, you can basically get either Cosmic Rewind or Tron. Then at the 1 p.m. drop, so that's the one in the afternoon, you must physically be in the park. So basically the morning drop, if you have a park hopper, you can get either of them. Um, but at 1 p.m., you either have to be in Epcot to get Cosmic Rewind or Magic Kingdom to get Tron. So slight change to how the virtual queuing is going to be working um, for anybody that's going to be there in early January. Remind me, because I kind of forget. I know we covered this, but when this happens, that means that you don't have to have like a park reservation at a specific park, right? Correct. And park hopping restrictions go away. So everything's kind of easing up. So there still are some restrictions for annual pass holders, I think you still have to make reservations unless it's like a good to go day. So there's certain times you may need to pick a park reservation, but yeah, otherwise everything's kind of lifted. You can park hop at any time. And over in Disneyland, a few popular shows are going to be returning for a short period of time. Magic Happens Parade, which is really awesome. We got a chance to see it. Has a great song as well. Is going to be returning on February 2nd of 2024. And Wonders Journeys is going to be returning for a short time from 
March 22nd to April 14th. And Mickey's Magic Mix is going to be coming back. I think that's in January. I'm pretty sure that's early January. They're going to be having that, the, the Mickey's Magic Mix show. So, um, yeah, Disneyland bringing a lot of stuff back here. Is that the one we saw on Yes, Small we've seen World? all of these. Yes, okay. yeah. That's when it's like a dance party. That one's a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's exciting. That one's coming back. And then, yeah, Magic Happens. I think what happens is, <laughs> yeah, I think what happens is like for the holidays, they kind of like change it out, like the parades and everything. And I think that's why this stuff kind of goes away for a little bit. So it's good to see it coming back. Cause like you said, magic happens is a great parade. And then Mickey's magic mix um, was a lot of fun too. And, and wonder strange. So it's cool that they're coming back. You can kind of go back and get a chance to see them if you haven't seen them yet. Yeah. I would like to see, I mean, I, we definitely, I think we got advice to go see Mickey's magic mix on small world because it was easier i think to see it there yeah it's the a castle. great place to see it yeah and mickey's magic mix might be playing when we're over there so hopefully we get a chance to see it again no definitely all right so let's get into it here taking a look back on our 2023 predictions from the start of the year um and we did not do very well i was gonna say i feel like this year has been um a bit wonky let's start positively because we did have some big wins well specifically you of course. I mean, I I did have my crystal ball out last year. Yeah, yours you definitely you definitely had some good wins here. My big wins, I think were pretty obvious though. So, I don't want to count them as like super big wins. Like I feel like yours were maybe a little bit less obvious, maybe a little bit more taking a chance out there. I like to I like to call them eclectic. So, one of your big wins here was that Pixar would be back in theaters. Mm-hmm. So, you got that Pixar was going to come back in theaters, called that at the beginning of the year, that they're not going to just release all these movies on Disney+. And you did say, too, that it wasn't necessarily going to dominate the box office, which was true, because Elemental did come out, um, but it did not open at number one. It was actually the worst opening in Pixar history. It ultimately did well, um, just doing under $500 million worldwide, but you kind of called that. The Pixar, they were going to put it in theaters, but that it nece- necessarily wasn't going to set... The world on fire. I would love to say that. Elemental on fire. Look at that play. I didn't even mean to do that. (laughs) I would love to like that. I would love to say that surprises me, but I just feel like people are struggling to get back to the theaters. And I mean, we've been guilty of this with um, maybe a recent. We've still not seen Wish. Yeah, with a recent Disney release. And I'm embarrassed to admit that because it's not that I don't want to see it. So I get it. But Elemental was fantastic. Oh, it was. Elemental was great. And I'm sure Wish is great too. But let's talk about this for a second because I think we are a prime example of what's kind of wrong because we are the demographic. If there are ever people that they would want to go see Disney movies, it's us. We talk about Disney all the time. We go see all the Disney movies. And yet we still have not gone to a movie theater to see it because I feel like we know it's going to come out on streaming. There's nothing I feel like that's going to be so earth shattering about it that I can't wait three months for it to come out on streaming. And the hurdle, especially around the holidays of everything else going on, the hurdle of having to find an hour and a half, two hours to go to a movie theater, fight all the holiday traffic at the mall, see a movie. It's just not worth it. And I think that's part of the problem is there's not a story big enough right now at least what they've been coming out with that gets you so excited that you're like i have to go see this because it's it's gonna be ruined it's an yeah it's gonna be ruined or it's gonna be event like how barbie was an event and everybody wants to see barbie because Mm -hmm. they turn it into an event disney hasn't had a movie like that in a while 
Yeah, I was I was actually going to say that is just I think that the time that it came out, like had it come out a few days earlier, we would have gone to see it for my birthday. Um, but we had actually planned on going to see it for my birthday, which is a couple days before Thanksgiving. But because it was during the middle of like it was during the week, I think it was a Tuesday. Well, it comes out right it, before Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. So because of that, it was just like it was a work day and then Thanksgiving hits and Black Friday. So it's not that we haven't had one to two hours. It's just that we've been pretty busy, like consistently, like uncharacteristically busy. And it just hasn't been a priority. And then sometimes the choice comes between, you know, we're, we have a few hours at night, but it gets dark so early. And that's another thing. It's like when it gets dark this early, I don't really feel like going out. We could either drive to the movie theater or we could sit and watch a movie on streaming, which yeah. with a lot of holiday movies coming out, right? And we again, just do that. And you know it's going to come out on streaming that you can watch it whenever it's convenient for you. Yeah, that's just the hurdle. They need something, and I think like we talked about Frozen when we talked about Frozen a couple weeks ago, celebrating its tenth anniversary. I think Frozen Three might be the next like big, big Disney event. movie and because kinda, people I, it will be an event people want to go see yeah it. and I hate to admit that too because I know I'm the first one that says hey you need to release some new stuff which is new and right. we didn't go see it right so. or like if they do a sequel to Encanto something like that where it's like now you have the fan base in there which I think this is why you see a lot of sequels it is because you have that but they, they definitely yeah they they have some issues still, I think, with people just getting so used to streaming. So the other big win you had, Angela, is that the barges for Harmonious would be removed. I totally <laughs> did not think this was going to happen. We talked about this at the beginning of the year, um, that we knew Harmonious was going away. I still thought they were going to keep the barges because they spent so much. They took so much time putting them in there. I thought they would stay for the next one because I kind of also thought that you know, the the new show, which we ended up getting, was going to be more of like a temporary holdover show and so that they would keep the barges. Um, but no, it, it is a kind of permanent show. Now, they have their own barges that kind of come in and out, but not those permanent ones there. So you definitely call that. I have to give that to you because I did not see that one coming. Yeah, I mean, I just knew from the reception of those barges how much people like hated them. And I figured that they would listen to that and get rid of them the first chance they got yeah 100 percent. all right some misses on my part i said there were going to be drones at the new epcot show i think it was more wishful thinking yeah um i think you know there's still time though for them to add some drones to the show it's not quite the end of the year yet maybe maybe some drones magically show up but is the hold up the law is that what it is i, I don't i don't know I, I really don't know why they're not using drones i think there's probably um yeah, yeah, I Paris don't know where the federal regulations are. Tokyo have them. Yeah, yeah, Paris does for sure. I don't know if Tokyo does um, at this point. I think Tokyo... Didn't Tokyo just do one? I think Tokyo the city did it. I don't know that it was necessarily at Tokyo Disney. Okay. I think it was like a celebration in Tokyo. But yeah, I, it, it's weird. I'm not sure. Because there's definitely drone shows in America. So I think it is possible now. I think maybe it's more like guest safety in terms of uh, like Disney, especially in Epcot, because you'd have to have them like flying over guests unless you like had them on a barge and they took off in the middle of the lagoon. But I definitely missed on that one. I also thought Moana Journey of Water, no way it was going to open in, in 2023. <laughs> Just in the way the pace they were going, I thought that would get delayed until 2024. But that did open. The center of Epcot also opened. Um, so they did get that stuff done. I was just going off the, the Tron timeline. Of that, it's you know it's going to take six to seven years to build anything. So I was like, this thing's getting delayed big time. Um, but that did open this year. So so a couple misses there on my part. 
I just feel like the scale of Moana wasn't quite as big as Tron. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, and it didn't have some of the same yeah. hurdles to kind of get through that Tron did as well. Yeah. It was a little bit easier. And and obviously Tron with, with COVID and the pandemic and everything. But yeah, I just, I felt like they were going to delay it, but they didn't. But I did have some big wins to kind of offset those misses. One of them was that a major Star Wars project was going to be announced. And they did actually announce that we're going to be getting three Star Wars movies. So a movie that's going to kind of tie up the Mandoverse, if you will. We're going to get a sequel um, to the main Star Wars line with Rey kind of rebuilding the Jedi Order. And then we're also getting a movie that's taking place thousands of years before anything we've seen on screen that's going to be the rise of the Jedi Order. So I did foresee that coming i didn't necessarily foresee dave filoni also becoming (laughs) the creative officer to kind of take over all of this stuff and i think that will help in the development of these movies and help things tie in a lot better because i think what he's done with i mean all the animated shows and even now what he's doing with the mandalorian uh and ahsoka has been great so looking forward to all three of these movies i'm glad i got that one right i would like to see chopper on screen i mean that's that's well he's in ahsoka yeah but like on the big screen like yeah in a movie. yeah like yeah. i think I feel you like got a shot where... i think you got a shot in this mando movie because it's going to tie in mandalorian ahsoka all that sort of stuff i think you have a, a pretty good shot there. yeah i'd be interested i mean i still feel like i i very much need to go back and rewatch all of star wars <laughs> to just kind of see it more in order i want to um, see chopper and r2 together oh, i just want to see the two of them like have a, a beep boop beep boop off didn't they there's some time i feel like that they met and and they had a they had a i forget i feel like it was it, in, it could rebels be in rebels or something we watched all of those so fast so fast just consecutively in a row that i could have missed something because some of it is a little bit of a blur but in a yeah, movie i'm pr- in a movie i want to sure. see those two just go beep boop beep boop like <laughs> that's wow. kind of what i'm riveting, looking forward to riveting dialogue that's, my, that's my 2024 prediction is that r2d2 and chopper will end up on screen just going beep boop beep boop to each other and then at one point chopper will just slap 3po for no reason because that's what chopper does it'll just randomly just slap him for no reason that's my that's my big prediction going into 2024 yeah i would enjoy that because they're both sassy droids and so putting them together would you know double that yeah. And then the other thing I called is that Bob Iger was going to get a contract extension. Again, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I really that. didn't go out on a limb on this one because if you've looked at his entire career, he always gets a contract extension. And I felt pretty comfortable in that prediction going into 2023, but he did. He got an extension. So I definitely got that one right there. Well done. Yeah. I think that one was pretty. I don't say well done. That was, easy that was in the cards. When he signed on for two years, I don't think anyone in the world <laughs> believed he was only going to stay for two years. And now he's saying he's definitely done at the end of this one. You, you, I, no way. No way he's definitely when, done. When will we find out if he's definitely done? I was going to say when they announce a successor, but they've done that before too. And I feel like he's kind of extended on. You know, maybe they haven't officially announced the successor, but they had people kind of in waiting and he extended. But I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be they come out and they say, this person is going to be the next CEO. That's when you know for sure Bob Iger's done. But until they have that, I don't believe. So when is he up again? I think he's got another two years. I think they extended him because he's supposed to be 2024. I think they extended him out now till I think it's 2026. See, yeah, I, I predict, though, in 
20 like this is not next year but in 2026 he really truly leaves the company and he's done okay like i think they will find somebody i'm wondering if they're not internally having people shadow and they just haven't announced it to the public although i I feel like that would just get like people would leak that and i would not be surprised if it's 2030 and we're sitting here and bob Iger's still involved i mean how old will he be at that point though uh he's in his 70s now because i feel like i feel like yeah when you're at that age like, well, i think unless, he wants to be done. i mean i, I was think, gonna say I think that's he, what he said i think like he's like yeah i'm done because i think he wants to be done but well yeah i would like, not be surprised you would want to like retire under you know your little your yeah. retire and but here's enjoy what's gonna happen life. here's what's gonna happen and i'm looking far out in the future here universal studios is gonna open epic universe oh yeah and disney's gonna realize we gotta They're do something caught on their heels we gotta do something big okay and they're gonna announce a new park maybe it's not in florida but they're going to announce a new park. They're going to announce something big Australia. somewhere. Not Australia, but maybe a third park in Disneyland. They're, they'll do something big. And maybe there is a fifth park in Walt Disney World. And, and we've talked a, a lot about why I don't think that's a good idea. So we don't need to talk about that now. But I think they'll announce something big. And at that point, Bob Iger is going to go, I can't leave midway through them building a new park. I have to see this park through. You can't change CEOs in the middle of designing a park. It's going to be too confusing. The budget changes and he's going to go, I need to extend, you know, another couple years until we get this park open. Because he did that with Shanghai. I need to stay until Shanghai opens. And then it was well, I need to stay to integrate Fox. It's going to be I need to stay to see this new theme park opening. And then who knows? Then it's going to be like, well, the 80th anniversary of Disneyland is coming up in 2035. I might as well stay on until then. So it's just going to keep going and going. I feel like I was going to say, do you predict like, so it's like a, like a Roy Disney uh, situation where he's like, I'm done. And then then something happens to Walt. He's like, no, I got to see Walt's project. It's going to be like 2024, 2025. They're going to go, we're building a park somewhere. And then we're going to extend Bob Iger's contract for another three and years then, so he can open the park. And then my prediction, 2050, Robot by Bob Iger is going to uh, do a really good job of opening the first uh, inter- uh, intergalactic on park. On the moon. Yeah, there the you go. Moon, the first Disney park on the moon. I like it. So riding off that high of correctly predicting probably the easiest prediction in the world that Bob Iger would get an extension – uh, we both had a big miss because we both had high hopes for Destination D23. We thought it was going to be big with a lot of park announcements. We totally missed that one. I mean, I will say in our defense, it should have been, especially oh, yeah. considering what we were just talking about with Universal. Yeah. Now, I will say I only said that I hoped for a figment redo and finally breaking ground on this Avengers Campus attraction that they keep trotting out every couple years a new version of it and, pret- and pretending like they never announced the previous version so i think your expectations are a little bit higher than mine going into it um but definitely we, we both had some pretty high expectations but just completely whiffed on that one maybe what the actual ride is is they have created a multiverse in which we have all like they they've convinced us all that we've heard these things before but they never actually happened yeah i mean it's like the mandela effect in real time because they announced it, and I, I literally went, wait, I thought they had already announced an attraction there. And then I kind of thought for a second, I second-guessed myself. I'm like, wait, did they? Because I was looking for it, and all you saw was the press on the new attraction they had just announced. I'm like, I swear there was another one. And it's very hard to find the concept art and stuff of the original one, but I did find it. So I was like, I'm not going crazy. Well, was that like, was oh. the Quinjet, wasn't it? 
Or yeah, something. it was like the Quinjet. You're going to Wakanda. I mean, it made it look like you were going to have like a jetpack flying around. And now it seems like you're going to be in like a trackless ride car going through the multiverse. Remember this, people. We have this on audio. So in two years, <laughs> when they come out and say, we have this great attraction we're putting in here, we can remember that they had already what announced What if they come one. and abduct us, though? Are no, they- but this this sound will live on forever. This sound will live on forever. So, so we have that to uh, to remind ourselves that they've not done yeah, what's this, this once. Episode they've done it twice. <laughs> they've done it twice on us. So, um, but Angela, you did have a miss on your own. This was your prediction solely. So we both got destination D twenty three wrong. But you said the one hundredth celebration was going to be a lot better than the fiftieth in the parks. And I feel like they're about the same, especially Walt Disney World. I feel like there's not a ton of 100th celebration in the parks. The 50th definitely um, was kind of underwhelming, but I feel like the 100th isn't hitting it out of the park. Yeah, I I would say over in Disneyland, the magic was definitely different i loved the characters costumes um the you know the platinum um was really nice so and the merch the merch game has been on point however the banners and different things like i do feel like like the decorations is kind of what i'm saying yeah i don't feel like they have been as present as i was expecting right it's bigger in the fact that all the parks have taken like part in it because it's the hundredth of the company versus just the 50th of walt disney world but still, it's not it's not anything over the top, like you're saying, like the decorations, the decor. Yeah, you have some character outfits, but it's still not like this huge celebration like you would think it would be. On Disney Plus, they put that like Disney 100. Oh, yeah, on the logo I there. mean, it, it's present, but again, it, it's very uh, almost understated, I feel like. Right, right. And I, I think you had higher hopes for it. So not a huge miss because I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I do feel like they they have it, but I feel like it's – it's better just in the fact that it's across all of the properties. Like you said, it's the intro to the movie. It's in all the parks. So it's, it's just naturally kind of better than the 50th, but I still don't feel like it's the home run that it should be there. Yeah. For it to be that this company is literally 100 years old. Right. I feel like it, it could have been a lot bigger, bigger, hundred percent, hundred percent. So I will say, I feel like I did so poorly predicting 2023 I don't want to make any predictions for 2024. I know I made a couple throughout this, but they were kind of like joke predictions. And I'm saying that just so that whenever they're wrong, people can't be like, look how bad you are predicting. I'm just, oh, it's a joke prediction. It doesn't really count. But if it's right, I'm taking full credit that I made a 100% prediction today and I called it. So that's how it works here. But Angela, do you want to make any predictions for 2024? Because I feel like I need to retire my crystal ball for a little bit. <laughs> So I do think that I have at least one and maybe something else will pop into my head. But the big one that I've kind of been holding on to predictions on the fly here. I might. I might. If you it never just know. comes to you. If it comes to me. Okay. Yeah. If, if Madame Leota speaks to me into my ear, then potentially. There you go. But I think we are finally going to get something besides blue sky for Dino Land. I also have like this weird sneak uh, this is not what i wanted to say when i came up here but came up here as if to you as if i've like ascended some sort of podium yeah come is Ma- up here is madame leota whispering in your ear now I-, I have like a like a sick feeling in my stomach that it might be indie like i feel like they might go with the 
and I'm going to put it in air quotes, easy thing. Yeah. But I don't think it's easy because, again, we've said this before, the building is not the same. Well, yeah, but it's easy in the fact that it's basically the same ride vehicle. I mean, they don't – they could keep the ride vehicle. They could keep the layout. It wouldn't be an exact copy of Indiana Jones from Disneyland, but they could just theme it to Indiana Jones, and it's a lot cheaper. It's more of a overlay re-theme than a tear down completely new ride right and again that's that's not really what i wanted to say i wanted to say that we would get something like more immersive for dino land um but you've become a realist in 2023 i think our predictions have taught us anything is that we dream too big (laughs) going into this year and so i feel like in 2024 we're we're starting to be like yeah maybe they're just gonna go with like (laughs) the safe cheap thing so Indiana Jones does seem kind of like the way to go here. I think just keep it dinosaur, hundred percent. Just keep it dinosaur. I mean, w- why not? It's fun. Oh, it's, yeah, it's I like campy. the ri- like I like the ride. I, I Are feel you admitting like- to liking the pre-show? No. <laughs> I was just gonna say, just fix the pre-show. But it is. It's it's like one of those things where like it's a movie, it's like a cult classic because it's bad. It's it's bad and it's a, it's a little bit off, but that's what like gives it its charm. And I feel like dinosaurs like that cuz I will say there's a lot of attractions. I feel like there's a lot like that. Yeah, but there's a lot of attractions. Like you take Figment. There's never any line at Figment. I mean, if you look at Figment, most of the time it's a walk-on ride. Living with the lands like that too. I mean, now that's like an omni mover so it, it moves um, quicker, but like it's often like a 5 to 10 minute wait dinosaur you can have 45 minute waits on that i mean yeah. it, like the the time can get up yes. now i know animal kingdom maybe doesn't have as many attractions so if it's crowded people are going to go there but epcot doesn't have like a ton of attractions either so you could argue why aren't people going to figment so people do ride dinosaur i mean people like it it's a little bit scary it's a little bit thrilling i mean it's not you know kind of just like the full family friendly thing that disney always does so i think that attracts people so I don't know why you need to change that. You know, like, why not just keep that as it is? Because I think it's, I think it's a great ride as it is. I think making it an indie, it's the easy thing to do. They're probably going to retheme it, but I, I, I hope they don't do that. Yeah, my, my hope is my, my dear Santa and fix up dinosaur. Like, you know, add some more dinosaurs. Maybe you could even do some like projection mapping or add something. Like, it, you can do things to the ride to make it to pump it up and give it a little bit more panache. But I, I do really like the ride, and I hope that they don't really do too much to it. I would like to see, though, the rest of Dino Land become, like, Zootopia or potentially the Lion King. That's where it gets hard is uh, is if you retheme the rest of the land. I will say, keeping in with our holiday-themed episodes, we did talk about holiday overlays a few episodes ago. And one of our listeners said Dinosaur as a ride to holiday overlay. And I said, just put Santa hats on them all. And mm-hmm. you said, have them eating elves. I think you just do that all year. I mean, that that's the change you need to dinosaur. You just no. do that for the holidays. I mean, you could have that extend a little bit more than just the holidays. That'd be great. You would have, I think, three-hour lines for that. 100%. <laughs> no way. I might fly down just for that, to see that. If you told me they did an overlay on dinosaur where they're eating elves and they have Santa hats on, I may fly down special just for that. <laughs> Any other predictions? Did anything else come to mind? yeah i don't think so nope, I, that's I really it. yeah i got i got nothing over here you're braver than me because again 
I'm afraid to predict anything at this point. So, but that wraps up our show for this week. I want to thank everybody again for listening. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for lending us your ears. Uh, have a great New Year's, everyone. Enjoy the holiday, and we will see everybody in the new year. Bye bye.